0: Hi, I'm Peter Alsop with this week's Song to Chew. Our song for today is a Gift. I recorded it on my Christmas holidays album. It's sung by my daughter, Willow, when she was a young teenager. It's a powerful song, sung from the point of view of a young child who tells her mom that she doesn't want any gifts from Santa this year. All she wants is for her mom to quit smoking. If you don't think you want to listen to the song, you probably need to listen. I've had a number of parents tell me it helped them quit. So, let's listen to The Gift.
1: I know what I want for Christmas I wrote to Santa long ago There's only one thing on my list Just listen, Mom, please don't say no I'm sorry night mom I'm stubborn just like you and strong you show me how to do things right and you hug me tight when something's wrong I love the things you do such as at bedtime when we read a book and you don't yell when you get mad you just squint When you cough, I think you're choking I get so scared, I have to say For Christmas, Mom, won't you quit smoking? Throw your cigarettes away Don't burn out in one great big blaze Or I'll make my squint eyes at you I need you here for lots more birthdays Don't quit You're the only mom I've got Your eyes filled with tears last night When I threatened, I'd smoke too I feel fears each time you light up I wish that you would feel scared too So listen mom, cause I'm not joking don't want toys on Santa's sleigh. For Christmas, Mom, would you quit smoking? Throw your cigarettes away. I love you, Mom, so please quit smoking. That's all I want on Christmas Day.
0: I got a call from the Virginia chapter of the American Cancer Society asking me if they could make a CD of this song to send home with children who were coming to their annual Christmas party. They wanted Santa to give one of these CDs to each child who came and sat on his lap. Well, I certainly liked the idea that they wanted to send the song home to families all over Virginia, but I also thought about how ineffective this would be with regard to reaching parents who were smokers. I mean, think about it. My kid comes home from a Christmas party, takes out a gift CD from Santa with one song on it where a little girl sings to her mom and asks her to quit smoking. Boom. That's it. So I told them, no, I don't think that's such a great idea. And then I explained what I thought would be a much more effective intervention with smoking families. I said, first of all, that this one song by itself is not something a kid would usually listen to more than once, which kind of defeats the educational effect of hearing something multiple times although I have had kids play songs like this over and over in front of their parents, hoping their parents would get the message of the song. The second reason that I thought sending a single song home with a child was not such a good idea was that the parents are going to feel like, hey, where do these American Cancer Society people get off with using Santa to manipulate my child? They're using this song to try to make me feel guilty about smoking. That's really messed up. I'm not quitting. So I pointed out to them that the reason the song works so well on my album is because it's presented in the context of a story. It's the story about me and a bunch of kids at the mall during the December holidays. The storyline engages the kids who are listening in as we romp through the mall and sing a bunch of songs that cover many different subjects, not just the issue of nicotine addiction. This song, The Gift, flows naturally into the storyline as the kids and I discuss other interesting topics and have fun meeting other people in the mall. We cover a wide range of subjects like using alcohol or traditional festive holiday events, like what we can do about global warming. We talk about an overeating dad, a moose who feels clumsy, about compulsive shopping, and why it's not a good idea to sneeze on other people. Kids will play this album over and over, and their parents will hear the messages and eventually get around to thinking about their own behaviors without feeling singled out as a smoker who's being persecuted by Santa. The American Cancer Society agreed, and I sold them a bunch of my Christmas holiday CDs at a greatly reduced rate and Santa distributed them throughout Virginia. We didn't do a survey to find out about how many parents quit smoking, but even if it was only one, it was worth it. I remember playing this song in 1994 or 95 on the family stage at the Kerrville Folk Festival in Texas. It was memorable because the song was fairly new and I was still figuring out how to present it to an audience so that parents who were smokers wouldn't be too upset about some of the feelings the song brings up. Eventually, before I'd play this song, I learned to mention how difficult overcoming a nicotine addiction is for people. It's one of the substances that has the shortest withdrawal time, which means that you start jonesing or longing for another cigarette almost immediately after you finish the one you're smoking. This is why we have chain smokers. I know how many people beat themselves up for their addictive behaviors, and they certainly don't need any more guilt or shoulds from me to pile onto what they're already carrying around themselves. So, I had a good set at Kerrville, and after the show, another performer who was in the audience, a friend of mine, came backstage and told me that he was sitting behind a couple of moms and their kids. Their families were really digging my concert, laughing and singing along, until I did this song. He said that the kids got really quiet, and when the song was over, there was lots of applause from the audience, except for one of the moms, who leaned over to the other mom and said quietly, Well, I can't say that I like that song very much. And her friend just took her hand and looked her straight in the eye and said, but it was a really good song, wasn't it? And the first mom looked away and teared up. And the second mom leaned over and gave her a big hug. I've always felt that our time on this planet is very precious. I've lived most of my life using a measuring stick to decide what I should do when I have a difficult decision to make. That measuring stick of mine was basically to ask myself, if I don't do this, Am I going to regret it and feel remorseful later on? Am I feeling nervous because I'm afraid of trying something new or because this something is really dangerous or something that's going to hurt someone else? Will I be missing a chance to grow and learn that's being offered to me by the universe if I don't give this a try? And I know my heartbeats are limited, so I don't want to use them up thoughtlessly. So if I decide to try something, at first I'll try it myself. And if I can't seem to manage that, I will go find someone who can help me and ask them for help. When we want to accomplish things like learning new skills or like apologizing to someone for something we wish we hadn't done or said, or like trying to quit an addictive behavior, sometimes we know we're not really ready yet to handle the new experience alone, but we can ask for help if we're motivated enough to go through some of the painful feelings we're trying to avoid. I don't always go ahead with things that I'd like to do, But mostly I've said yes, after checking with my measuring stick. That means that even though I want to live a long life, I know it will end at some point. But I really don't want to feel like I didn't explore lots of avenues while I'm passing through the different years of my life. I want to learn and feel as many things as I can that our big, wide, wonderful, sometimes very painful world has to offer. And sometimes to do that, I need the help of my friends, my family, my teachers, and especially my kids. I'm Peter Alsop. Really glad you stopped by. I hope to see you again next week with another song to chew. Bye for now.